Today's show is pre-recorded. Everybody, you are listening to the voice. Oh, come on now, dig me. A one and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Thank God for it all the time, too. Well, here we go. Today, I want to share something with you that'll help you because it's helped me. You know, I was uh, telling the story once that uh, in this magazine called Rob Report that there was a statue I used to see for years. I started buying Rob Report magazines um, years ago. So I just wanted to see what affluent people did, you know, just wanted to see what people with means did, what type of investments they did, what they bought, you know, where they traveled to. The Rob Report is just like a, it's like a big boy toy magazine. You can see what cars is out. You know, I didn't have money for none of it, just... I was dreaming, though. You know, I just wanted to see. And um, there was a statue inside this magazine of this man who was coming out of this bronze rock, and he was completely bronze, and he was muscular. and You know, he didn't look nothing like me, but he was a man coming up out of a rock, and he had a huge hammer and a chisel in his hand. And as his body from the waist up was coming out of this huge piece of stone, you could see where it was him who had been chiseling and forming himself. So the name of the statue was Self-Made Man. And for years, man, I said, man, I'm going to get a big house one day and I'm going to put that statue in the backyard in the corner. That's going to be my little spot where I go chill because I'm a self-made man. Well, after years of working at becoming somebody, 
and having reached a, a degree of success, I have I would have nothing to do with that statue. There's nothing about that statue that appeals to me anymore. Because on my journey and in my quest to become what I thought would be this self-made man where I could put this statue and had this statue in the corner be kind of cold, symbolizing that I had made it, I realized on my journey there's no such thing as a self-made man, that we all need help, and that God places people in our paths along the way that benefit us oftentimes. And it's the most unlikely person oftentimes. And it's the most unlikely way that he presents these people in front of you. It's crazy how he does it, man. And so this is a statue now that I look at and I go, I see what the creator was saying and that's cool, but not for me because I needed help. And I've learned a lot of things like this along the way. And the part I wanted to share with you all about this is you've got to develop. You've got to develop a sense of purpose. You have to develop a sense of purpose. That's different. See, your purpose is created for you by God because when he created you as an individual from whatever two parents you may have, that's not important here. When he created you, he had something in mind for you. And it was a purpose. God has not created a single soul to become a criminal. God has never created a, a single soul to be a drug dealer. This came about through some decisions we made as sinners and we stayed in that place. But see, when he created us, he has a wonderful idea for us. But God gives us human beings this thing called choice, and we have the power to decide. So you can decide if you're going to adhere to the purpose that God created you and made you for, or you can go ahead and make some choices on your own. So like if God wanted to give you a life and give it come to you and give you life more abundantly, and that's his promise, if you come to him, if you choose him, then cool. But if you say, well, this ain't moving along fast enough, I'm going to get my own life of abundance. I'm going to start slanging. Well, guess what now? <laughs> Ta-da. You've made a decision. And see, God's decisions and choices, the one thing I learned about them, God's decisions, choices, his voice, it has no sin in it. Ain't it amazing how many people that came up to you and said, the Lord wanted me to do this to you and I'm doing it and that God is punishing you and I'm doing this to you because God gonna see that you get your day. Who, who is this person? Who is this person that God all of a sudden gave this authority and power to? God didn't get that to nobody, man. Nobody, this person don't have a right to hold you to your past, the right to make you pay. So who makes them pay when they make mistakes? Because they all make them. So when I say you have to have a sense of, you have to develop a strong sense of purpose, that means you have to strongly get in touch with your creator to find out what the purpose you were created for. See, it's, it's, it's two things that I had to learn along the way. My career was what I was paid for. My calling is what I was made for. See, it's two different things, folks. It took me a long time to learn it. Some people think that they calling is to be a performer. Well, that's what you paid for. 
And a big part of your life is your performance that's tied directly to your gift. But what you made for, though, what you made for is to bring about some significant change in another human being's lives because we are all linked together in this chain. That's what you are here for. Everybody has a purpose to do something wonderful, meaningful, or impactful for another person. You think the guy that invented the airplane was merely inventing the airplane so he could fly? No, his purpose was to become an inventor, to come up with this invention so he could fly, and we all fly. See, sometimes God will make you successful so you can become successful, so you can turn around and teach other people how to become successful. God saved people so you can turn around and tell other people how wonderful it is to be saved. You see how this thing works? That's what we have to do as people. And it's nothing that we have to go and discover. We have to go and develop it. But if you haven't discovered your purpose, it's simply because, here's it, if you haven't discovered your purpose, it's simply because you have not contacted the creator and maker of your soul to ask and find out why you were created. It's as simple as that. If you buy a Toyota, there's an owner's manual on the inside that will tell you everything you know, how to best operate your Toyota, how to make it work, how, how what to do. They got a troubleshooting section. Your faith is the same thing as an owner's manual in your car. Open up that book, man. Find out how to jumpstart your life, how to troubleshoot it, and get on with your life and find out your purpose and develop a strong sense of purpose. All right? Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. Steve Harvey Morning Show has arrived. For what? Your listening pleasure. To do what? To entertain. What else? Uplift and to motivate to change your mindset before you start your day. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Cause you ain't got no another one. Yesterday is gone and tomorrow ain't promised. You got today. Get it, get with it. Steve Harvey morning show, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning. Happy Friday, Steve. Really yes. Carla Pharrell. Never mad on Friday. I'm motivated. Let's go, Steve. What's up, Junior? Man, I'm here for a good time. Morning, everybody. Morning, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> J. Anthony Brown. What up, Mr. Harvey? Let's do it. Let's make yeah. it funny. Tommy ain't here today, y'all. Some huh? reason. Whoa. I don't know. Whoa, what? He's not here for some Whoa, reason. What? I have no idea. He didn't tell you. You team, Tommy. I ain't heard from him. I mm. know. But I need to be knowing when he's not here. That's it right. kind of throws me off from right. what I'm doing. Which, which, how which, does it throw what, you off? What you, well, well I can tell you how, because it might require him to have to do more. See? <laughs> oh, oh. And he come in here on limited days. As it is. And he yeah. got to carry the whole team. So he will to make sure he ain't got to do extra when he do come. Yeah. Whoa. I don't I don't mind him not being here. I just need to know when he not going to be here so I can prepare myself to do more. I wasn't prepared to do more. I wasn't. I had a I set stand. amount of stuff I'm going to do. But you like got a set? <laughs> a set it's amount a of stuff I'm doing. 
<laughs> and yeah. after that, that's it. <laughs> yeah, now he down here. Do- now I gotta get my, I gotta get my mind all right for more stuff. Like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I got all his files on my desk. Uh, right, right. That's real talk right there, right? Wait That's real talk right there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Well, it's Friday. First week yeah, in March. Yes. Got it. Friday, baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just what, a, a couple more weeks and we're into spring and uh, spring forward daylight savings time. Those are both These very good things. things. You know very what? I'd be glad when they change White that shoes. because it's really not necessary no, it's not. Right. Because I don't yeah. like how early it gets dark in the winter. In the winter. I don't think it's safe uh, for kids after school, all types oh. of stuff. Especially right. with the world we live in. I don't, I don't know what it's for no more. You know, well, we got sh- it from Europe. Yeah. And I surely want to go to bed at 430. There'll come a day when you will go to bed at 430. There will come a day when you will Go to bed at 4.30 and be glad to go to bed. PMJ, PM. Well, <laughs> Jay, that day ain't here for me yet, so. No, I'm kidding. 4.30 a.m. maybe. Well, maybe 6. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, he is here, the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO. CLO, this one is from Calandra, Calandra in Atlanta. Calandra. She says, I'm 34 and I had a virtual date with a man I met online. He had food delivered to my house and we had dinner together through Zoom. It was a great date until he FaceTimed me later and I asked to see his place. I was mortified. His studio apartment is tiny and raggedy. His dinner table was a card table, and his bed doesn't have a headboard. There's no way I could see him again, but I want to make sure I'm not being irrational. He is 38 years old. So shouldn't he know better? Well, yeah, he knows better. Uh, Two things. He don't have a woman. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's probably why he ain't got no woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're in a bit of a quandary because you could be the missing piece to him, but are you in the mood for a project? That's the question. <laughs> now, I don't, you know, look, I've been down and out before, so I'm the last person to press about this. A but it's been a long right time now. since I ain't had headboard money. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. I'm going to get a damn headboard. I don't know what it is, but just laying down on that mattress up against that wall, it ain't the same as a bed. It just look incomplete. Because when your pillow fall down behind that, damn it, it's gone. It's if gone. If you're creative, you can make one that looks really good. Don't nobody want to lay on your ragged-ass homemade headboard shit. Uh, what you going to make creative. it out of? What do you make a headboard out of? Uh, wood, wood uh, right there. Now you go over yeah, yeah. man house and some damn plywood up against wall. Yeah, but you paint it. <laughs> you, you make it look yeah. nice, Steve. Haven't you seen? You ever seen DIY painted plywall? 
Yes, I have. But you can put oh. foam on it and yeah. you get some material and, and upholster it. Yeah. This raggedy ass homemade looking headboard. You ain't gonna know he did that. <laughs> so it's an not asshole. if he's creative. Not if he's creative. Okay, DIY well, project. Well, hey, listen, listen, uh-huh. lady. According to Shirley and Carla. Hey, get on over there and get involved in a DIY project. Take your computer I, I over there. Do it yourself. Yeah, go on over there. Get home deep on the line. Load no, somebody. No. Go on, do your thing. All right. All right. Project. CLO. Samuel in Clearwater, Florida says, I'm 57 years old and I'm married to a 56-year-old beautiful woman and our sex life is amazing. We've been married for three years and from the beginning of our marriage, she has slept in the master bedroom and I sleep in a guest room across the hall. When I moved into her home, I thought it was a temporary thing, but I'm still getting up after sex and going to my own room. She doesn't want to sleep with me. What should I do? (laughs) If the sex is amazing and you got to get up, you ain't never had to go home before. (laughs) I have. It's always about him. I I mean, you know. know. Hey, let me explain something to you. If we can have this amazing sex and we ain't got to cuddle and you want me to go to the other room, oh, damn it, I'm in there. (laughs) Man, I got me a TV in now, boy. Well, you better love your life. Y'all have amazing sex. Boy, whoo! I don't know like what it is. Night. When they do that, yeah. Yeah. Keeps it exciting. Hey, huh? you coming over tonight? Uh-huh. I think about it. They <laughs> <laughs> hey, on the phone up. They can hear each other in the other room. <laughs> man, come on, man. Y'all get to leave? Your own space? Boy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just all depends on what works for you, I guess. That's a nice CLO. Yeah, oh, yeah. sure work for me. All right, uh, <laughs> Desi in Nashville says, my husband and I have gone through a lot of rough patches. We're both 44 and work full time, but he never has any money. I got tired of his lies and I called his ex-wife and asked why she really divorced him. She divorced him because he had an outside child on her and she found out when he didn't pay child support and got arrested. His legal documents go to a P.O. box, so I won't find out about the child or the money. Do I give him a chance to tell the truth, or should I file for divorce? Wow. Well, he done kept this child a secret. Now, if you want to be the other ex-wife, then file for divorce. I mean, I don't don't know why the dude won't come clean about the child. She's tired of his lies. You're paying child support. He ain't ever got no money. Because she obviously getting a big chunk of the check. Then taxes. Mm-hmm. Taxes and child support. And you got a regular job. They cutting in pretty thick now. So I don't know what to tell you. Give him a chance to come clean. Well, let me ask you a question. If he comes clean, what changes for you? Still ain't going to have no money. And that's what you seem to be mad about. And he still didn't tell you. And you can wait for him to come clean all you want. He ain't. Just like the ex found out, you found out. Wow. Right. All right. Jay, did you have a, a question you usually do? Yes, I do. Time? I always have, have one. A Whenever you okay. come this way, I'm ready. So, a fella's with his girl for the very first time. He did not deliver the goods. Does he, A, ask for a second chance or just leave it alone? What should he do, Steve? He didn't well, deliver the goods. First, you had to create an immediate excuse. Mm-hmm. 
like? I'm hot. <laughs> well, that's how they that's got the first. Yeah, that's how they got to that position. Oh, crazy. Tell them you could tell them. You know, I'm bipolar. I forgot what I was uh-huh. doing. You know. Okay, that might work. You know, I was having that sex, and then I forgot I was having sex, and that would and that produced a serious drop off in my effort. Because I'm right in the middle of it. I just forgot what I was doing. And next thing I know, whoo, it was over. So ask for a second chance, A. No, create an excuse. Say, hey, look, I want to apologize about the other night. You know, man, I'm just, I just wasn't myself, man. I just, I don't know what happened, but I can promise you it won't happen again. Mm. But you better have something with that. Next time, though. All right. All right. Better bring it. Coming up next, the nephew's out, but Junior's here to run that prank back. Go to the gas station and buy yourself some black ant. Right after this. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending movie news, coming to America. Well, we can't wait to watch it, so uh, we're going to reminisce and talk about some of our favorite moments from the first Coming to America movie. But right now, Junior is here for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Junior? Well, he left us with NBFU. That's no blacks for you. No blacks for you. Run it, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Nicole please this is she how you doing listen i'm giving you a call uh you you happen to be um uh, in a relationship with a with a black man am i am i right i'm sorry who is this i'm sorry my name is brian uh, well i don't want to give my uh full name but it's giadaya giadaya malcolm okay and and i'm sorry why are you calling okay now you 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 are a caucasian woman correct <laughs> okay why I'm I'm still trying to get to why are you calling? Uh, well, what, what's going on is um, uh, I'm with an organization and we're calling people who are in interracial relationships. And, and from my understanding, you are in a interracial relationship, correct? Yes. Okay. I'm with NBFU, and that's uh, NBFU is no blacks for you. And what we're doing is we're trying to get. Uh, uh, races to go back to dating each other, you know, which means Caucasians going back you, to dating. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. At first, I, I don't know who you think you are calling my house, but that's just not going to happen. And I don't know where this organization is based out of. I mean, you must be some country bumpkin or something, and you have just really called the wrong house. Okay, well, no, when, uh, uh, NBFU, ma'am, has been around since uh, the early 1940s. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine that. And I'm sure at some point you guys have to shut down because this is just ridiculous. Do you know? I mean, Obama's mother was white. Are you going to go knock on his door too? What the hell are you I'm talking about? I don't about? have time to knock on Obama's door. He's busy doing no, other I things mean, right for now. Real. What like, I'm trying who, to do is get the rest of the country who, to understand who gave, about NBFU. Hey, hey, no black. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, what I'm trying to tell you. trying to tell us we can't be together because you're black and I'm white. He's con. Yo, what's up? Who this? Uh, 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 okay. Who, 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 who is this? This is a. I'm a. I'm a man. Who this? Okay, this is G. Uh, G. Adia. G. Adia Malcolm. And what I'm doing, man, is we, we. You know, I'm with an organization called NBFU, 
And NBFU, man, is no blacks for you, which what we're trying to do is we're trying to get all races to go back to each other. Dude, what you talking about? Dude, you tripping, man. You are, what, what, what kind of organization is that? Y'all are tripping. Okay, brother, let me ask you something. You don't, feel, you don't feel empty without the sister on your side? You don't feel empty without uh, no, a no, loving uh, black woman on your side? That's what I'm asking you, brother. Well, I, got, I got plenty of black women on my side, but that don't mean that I had to be in a relationship with a black woman. I'm in a relationship with a woman I love. So that's what it's about. Now, I don't feel empty. That's the first problem with your organization right there. The, the premise is wrong. Okay, 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 but brother, what we're trying to do, man, we don't want to lose our race. We don't want the blacks to lose the strength that we have. And if blacks continue to date and mate with blacks, then we would be as powerful and stronger than any other race in the world. Where'd you get this number from, man? Excuse me? How'd you get this number in the first place, dude? I mean, I ain't got time for all this, man. This is some nonsense, bro. How you, why are you calling us? Hey, man, because aren't y'all an interracial uh, couple? Well, yeah, but what difference does that make? That ain't none of your business. Hey, but it is my business. Is I'm with I'm with NBFU. No okay, black who you with, you. Dog. And you I are a black who... person that are integrated within another race. And what we're trying to do, man, is get you to understand, to come back to your race and be comfortable and happy in your race. Oh, oh, oh you really up now, dog. Come back to my race. I ain't never left my race, dog. You are tripping, yo. NB you. You. Y'all get off our phone, man. Don't call here no more with that Do you think that you are happier with a Caucasian woman than you would be with a black woman? Look, man, I, I, don't even, I don't even want to entertain this. Don't call here no more. Don't call here no more. Oh, what do you, let me ask you, you something, brother. Be a man and answer the question. Oh, dog. You, you know what? You about to get your well, dog. You, you know what? You really, you really going to get your well, be a man. I'm asking you to be a man. man. I'm and you know you. what? If you bring your over here, you'll find out how much of a grown man I am. Hey, man, don't get like your said, don't. up, man, while I'm in the middle of asking you these questions. Because I ain't got no problem coming over there. I got your phone number. I got your address, too. Bring your on over here and see what you find. I'm asking you about these relationships, man. Are you more comfortable in a relationship with a Caucasian woman than you are with a black woman? Dog, I told you, man, it ain't even about that, and we ain't even going into that. So, look, just please, brother, can you stop calling here? Don't call my girl no, man. no more. We're Don't calling call all interracial people around the country. That's what NBFU does. We call all of y'all, and we try to talk some sense into you and see if you can change the world and go back to the races from which you came. <laughs> You're tripping, y'all. You're really tripping, man. You know what? Obviously, you, you, it's a, a mental institution you're calling from because there's something wrong with you. So, look, don't call here no more, and we ain't got no more problems, all right? Can I say this, can I say this to you? I'm going to your, your girl's job, and I'm talking to her face-to-face -to -face tomorrow about this whole situation. And you know what? And you're going to get your whooped. No, I ain't getting my whooped. I'm going tomorrow, and I'm talking. Matter of fact, right. I ain't even called to talk to you. You put her back on the phone. To hell with you. Put <laughs> her back her on job. the phone. Show up at her job tomorrow and see what happens. I'm showing up show at her job. Put her back on the phone. Show up at her job tomorrow and see what happens. You didn't change, man. You changed. You don't know me from the beginning, dude. How you gonna tell me I didn't change? You don't know me. I, I, look don't know at, me. I know how you brothers get, man. I'm as black as I ever was. You can't measure my blackness because of who I'm dating. You show up at a job tomorrow, you're gonna get your 
Well, you ain't going to sit here and threaten me, man. I am with okay, him. we're done. You, you done worked him up, and now I'm worked up. You're, you're done. You're done. So you can stop calling the house. And I I'm wish coming to your you job would. tomorrow. Do you understand I'm me? Job. I'm coming I to get you. Do, do you all you listen to me. Please do. Are you Please listening do. to me? Matter of fact, you can have your man at your job at lunchtime. Not only am I going to talk to you at lunchtime, I'm going to whoop his while oh, I'm there. there's not going to be any talking. You show up, there's not going to be any talking. Yeah, there's it's going to be, be any talking. Talk. Man, you have a discussion to uphold. NBF, okay. you want to okay. talk to you. You know what? There's a saying. Arguing with a fool makes you a fool. So this conversation is over. Can I say one more thing to you? What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> before I leave, and I need to hear this from both of y'all. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> NBFU. There it is. No blacks for you. Is he All stupid? Right, Junior. Let him hear. Alright, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, everybody's talking about it, and we certainly cannot wait to see coming to America, to the number two, okay? Uh, it's going to be streaming on Amazon Prime this weekend. Coming to America stars, of course, the brilliant Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, James Earl Jones, Tracy Morgan, Leslie Jones, Wesley Snipes, Tiana Taylor, and uh, Eddie's daughter, Bella Murphy, uh, are in the sequel. It's so many people in this sequel, so many stars. We can't wait to see it. It's been so long. Has it been over 30 years since the first coming to America? But um, I, I got to ask you guys, I think, Steve, you said the other day that Coming to America uh, was your favorite comedy movie ever. Are you giving it a standing Absolutely. ovation? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got a you're neck standing in up here that must die. Oh, oh, okay. You're oh, so okay. annoying. But I mean, they? Coming to America for me was my all-time favorite comedy yeah. movie. I'm not a big fan of comedy movies. Uh, I don't watch a lot of comedy movies. Really? Uh, you no, would think I just, just the opposite, being a comedian. No, I don't, you know, some, oh, a lot yeah. of stuff be corny to me. I don't, oh, you know, Hangover uh, made me laugh out loud on some scenes. Mm -hmm. yeah. But uh, I'm normally not a big comedy fan. But my greatest moment, uh -huh. I pulled a clip. This is my greatest moment. Sex with chocolate. <laughs> face so fine, don't you agree? I believe the children are our future. Thank you. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride. Make it easier. Some of the good stuff, right? Coming up. Want to coke? Join the show? Enjoy, young man. I decided long ago never to walk in any one shadow. If I fail, if I succeed, you can't take away my dignity. Because the greatest 
drum set uh-huh. and brushed and he, up against that symbol. Wow, well, <laughs> man! Can I say why that right. is such a good uh, part of that clip? Is so for me, and uh-huh. Steve might agree with this. We've opened for those singers. We man. have. We 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 done been on shows with them damn singers that were horrible. Dog. I mean, horrible. I opened man. at a lounge. <laughs> At a Holiday Inn, uh-huh. and the singer, you know, he had a uh, keyboard, played the drums, everything, mm-hmm. all in one little music box. His ass was horrible. And got a weekly horrible. Mm-hmm. Old black dude couldn't sing worth a damn off key. Oh my god! Yeah. Hey, y'all, stay right That's there, cause a little bit later on tonight, a little bit later on, got a comedian for you. Funny, I saw him. Saw him in the lobby. He looked funny. <laughs> we gonna take a pause for the call right now, but coming up to the stage right now, y'all, please put your hand together for what's your name? What you say your name, man? What is your name? What is your name? Man, Andy Brown. Andy Brown, everybody. Andy Brown, boy. Andy Brown. Andy. Hey, man, I got announced one day. Uh-huh. One day I got announced at the uh, Riverside Ballroom where Johnny Carson got his start in Lincoln, Nebraska. I thought I was going to go to a place. I said, man, I'm at the place where Johnny Carson got started. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to remember how old Johnny is. Yeah. So all it was was a barn. Oh, and they yeah. called it the Riverside Ballroom. They had sawdust on the floor. It was a country place. Oh, wow. The guy pulled, he uh, snatched the jukebox plug out. That mm-hmm. stopped all the damn dancing. He pulled a peach crate in the middle of the floor and slid the beer sign from up over the pool table right over the light. When I stood up on the peach crate, my head was barely touching the damn light. I couldn't have tippy-toed or nothing. And the way he announced me, he said, ladies and gentlemen, he here, come on up, the comedian. <laughs> no, no name? <laughs> wow. No, I walked up and stood up on that thing. I'm the only black in the room, and Lord Ooh, Jesus. Man. Pressure. Boy. Oh boy! I had them shows. I had them shows. Yes, sir. See, Junior, you didn't have you didn't have to go through that phase, Junior. No. You know, we had already me and Jay was out there with machetes. Yeah, Yeah, we had machetes. We had already cut the trail, so y'all ain't had to do that. No. But me and Jay, and like when I work with Jay, after Mm -hmm. Jay was a long time before I worked with a black because Tom Sobel was the only booking agent that would put two blacks on the show. Oh, wow. same show. Right. Yes, he was the only one. Not that. Not All right. Not right. Mm. Wow. Other than that, man, that, it couldn't be two blacks on the show. Clip, mm-hmm. I, did, I did do some dance flow. I did plenty of dance flow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alpha dance flow king, boy. The Purple Palace. Turn around in the middle of the flow. Purple Palace, Meridian, Mississippi, yeah. dog, yeah. <laughs> Pink Flamingo in Atmo, Alabama, right outside the prison. 
Mm-hmm. I yeah. opened for Lil Milton. Show started at 8. 11 o'clock, Milton ass still wasn't there. <laughs> I've been on stage yeah, since 9.30. Yeah, just kill him. Dog, I'm, I'm out of all material. <laughs> all right, everybody. Coming up at 20 minutes after, we'll look into the mind of J. Anthony Brown right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Introduce your guy, your hire, your friend. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, J. Anthony Brown. What you got? Well, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the news and they've been making some arrests of people who stormed uh, Capitol about a month ago now. Uh, the Proud Boys, so to speak. They had one black member on the phone right now. We have one of the black Proud members on the phone. How you doing, sir? What's going on with you? Uh, how are you? Um, yeah. How you doing, man? I'm doing all I'm right. Do- I'm, doing okay. oh, I'm about pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what should we call you? What is it? You know, what should we call you, sir? Oh, 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 just call me X. Call you X? Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, 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 what, what was your thoughts? First of all, was that you? First of all, was that you we saw inside the Capitol with the red hat on? Was that you? Yeah. Yeah, me. Yeah, me. Wow. When, when, and when you were standing there, you, you looked lost. What, what was that about? Well, hell, I was lost. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you get in that predicament where you end up inside the Capitol, standing by yourself all alone? How, how did that happen? What, what? White friends. <laughs> white Too friends. Too many damn white friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, could you explain about white friends? I mean, what? what well, you, mean? you know, you know. White, white friends ain't bad now. You know they, you know they good for paying the check when it come. You know they, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they, they lend you money, then they forget about it. You know they ain't mm-hmm. got no problem with mm-hmm. you sleeping over every now and then. You know, but the only thing is mm-hmm. they ever get drunk. You know you gonna hear them go, yeah, you hear that? You know, mm-hmm. you know, let's come on, let's go take a ride and tear something up. You know, what what does that sound like? You know, that's sad. That's what my white friends does that, you know. And, uh, you know, when they do well, that, you know, you got to get in the car. It ain't, well, ain't nothing but trouble after that. When did you realize you made a mistake? When, what, 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 when yeah, did you that, that, you... As soon as I saw my black ass on my own cell phone, <laughs> that was definitely my all hell no moment. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you do know that you're in a lot of trouble, right? That you do know that, right? No, no, not at all. I'm, I'm about to go Michael Jackson on their ass. Ain't no, anybody gonna be able to find me. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm gonna thin my lips out. I'm, I'm uh-huh. gonna get some some bleach on my skin, and next time you see me, uh-huh. I'm gonna be white as anybody white. You know, oh. you, you know, I'm gonna have good credit. I'm gonna be Frank white as Mike Pierce heads. Coming up next. I'm going to be whiter than Mr. Clean dipped in flour. (laughs) Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, I got to ask you, did you see uh, D-Wade's post of Shaq sleeping? Shaq was caught sleeping by his uh, NBA TNT co-host, and they posted it. (laughs) 
He has this, um, <laughs> they say Shaq wins the NBA snoring title. He has this sleep apnea, like <laughs> CPAP machine on his head, you know. The CPAP, the whole thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not want to go over your nose, it's over your head. It's over your entire face. <laughs> your whole face. <laughs> and he's out. He's out like a light. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, Steve, you know what it reminded me of. What? <laughs> The time you fell asleep on the job. I wish I had posted that. Yeah, how many times is that? I don't well, fell asleep the, on the job. It only, it only takes one. Oh, you talking about the, when I was in Vegas? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you remember that. We was all. Uh, we had to do radio at 3 a.m. in the morning in you Vegas because it was 6 a.m. Uh-huh. Eastern. Uh-huh. So I've been up gambling all night. I ain't even been to bed. <laughs> I'm on the crap table at 2.45, hot. (laughs) So I get to the, we had a booth, and we had the radio station set up there. The guest that day was from the hotel, the MGM. Mm -hmm. And we were supposed to promote the MGM Grand. And I've been up all night. So I done took my shoes off because them gators are starting to pinch. You know, them gators is digging in to my feet, so I had them off. You know, you know how you be rubbing your toes rubbing your with your toes, together, yeah. rubbing them together. Right. And the two white men came in with suits on, and they sat down. And we was waiting, and we went to commercial break, and that was it. I was looking at them two white men, and next thing I know, my head was straight back. I was dead asleep. So Shirley came out of break, uh-huh. and it startled me. And when I popped up, I had the mic in my hand, and I dropped it on the floor. And all I heard was plunk. <laughs> it was a and loud I woke up. Sound. Shirley said, "Steve," <laughs> and I grabbed the mic. And let me tell you something, Junior. Uh-huh. I didn't know who them two white dudes were. <laughs> you didn't know where you were. <laughs> I, I thought the feds. <laughs> Finally, yeah. I thought, because they had little tight-ass jackets on, little khaki pants. I said, the feds that got me, was I cheating at the dice table? What did I do? Shirley said, Steve. We're went, live. We live. I went, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And dog, Shirley went, so what are we talking with Steve? We're here to welcome the MGM executives. And them two white men were just looking at me. Like, did, you this, did his black ass just go to sleep? <laughs> Dog, I was knocked, knocked out. out. Needless oh, to say, that deal fell apart. Uh-huh. Never did business with him again. Yeah, don't come back to this hotel. So you understand Shaq taking a little cat nap. Yeah, but you know, they always dogging Shaq. Go ahead, Jack. Uh, sometimes uh, you don't take a nap. A nap takes your ass, and when you yeah. wake up, it's, it could be like Sunday. You don't know what the hell going man. on. Man. <laughs> hey, have you ever taken a nap and it been such a thorough nap that when you wake mm-hmm. up, you don't know if it's morning, night? Yes. You ain't yes. really sure oh, yeah. what. You ain't yeah. sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I it was late for work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. That just yeah. happened yeah. to me last Except week. Except if you travel a lot, you think, you know, you forget what time zone you're in. You're oh, Lord. Oh, Jay, it's Sunday. I am good. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up. I took a nap in L.A. one time. 
Matter of fact, uh-huh. we was doing the NFL honors. I took a one-hour nap. Marjorie said, Steve, I'll wake you up when it's time to go. I woke up early and thought I had missed the NFL honors. <laughs> Boy, uh, the panic. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you go take a nap by four and you wake up at seven and the sun gone. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, dog. Me, yes. Me too, Junior. Yeah. All right, look, coming up next, Junior is in for the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Get a load of this subject. I'm MFing tired. (laughs) We'll get into that in a little bit. I said that yesterday. (laughs) You said it yesterday. Right now, Junior Junior is in for the nephew with today's prank phone call. What you got for, for us, Junior? All right, the prank today, ladies and gentlemen, is 6 to 10. I don't know what this is, but it's 6 to 10. Run it, cat. Hello? Hello, I was trying to speak to a Latrenda, please. This is Latrenda. Who is hey, this? Uh, hey, you work at the sandwich shop? Yes, I do. Who is this? Okay, was you there? Did you work last Wednesday, like from 6 to, I guess, 6 to close? Yeah, I work every Wednesday. Yeah, who who is this? Hey, my name is Ralph, uh, and I, I, I basically... Uh, uh, you know, looked around to try and get your phone number. I got a bit of a complaint. Right. Wait, 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 wait. You calling me with a complaint on my cell phone? Who gave you my number? Uh, I've done the research to get your number, ma'am. And what I'm calling you about is while I was in there getting a sandwich and eating, I'm realizing that you came out of the bathroom without washing your hands. And when well, she- First of all, you need to be calling the corporate headquarters if you got a complaint. Or you call that 800 number on the back of your receipt. Don't be calling my cell phone. Whoever gave you gave you my cell phone, I'm a whoop they. Hey, listen, listen. The problem is, is that you coming out not washing your hands. No, no. The problem. I don't never come out and not wash my hands. First of all, you I've been working. At, I've been working there for three years. Okay. Don't be coming to me with no bull that I hadn't came out and not washed my hands. I guess you ain't been washing your hands for no three years, and you 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 coming out, you know, unsanitizing this way you treating people. Hold on, hold on. Don't first of all, don't be calling my phone talking about I, I ain't washed my hands. Like I said, I've been there three years. I've been employee of the month six times. Don't be coming to me with none of this bull. I don't know like, how don't you employee of the month. You must be the nasty employee of the month because you're coming out. You're not washing your hands. I saw you scratch the, your head and your face. And you who ain't putting no gloves on. Who is, I always put gloves on my hands. Hey, you you ain't have no gloves on there last week. I don't know, who, I don't know who the hell you think you are, but don't be calling my phone with this bull. You need to be calling headquarters if you got a complaint. I tell you what, I'm going to call headquarters. I'm coming there tomorrow to see if you're going to be up in there with some gloves on or you're going to come out there to, out of the bathroom again with the same thing. Come on no. up there. I'm going to be there from 6 to close. 6 to close. And I bet you if you come up there tomorrow, I'm going to make a sandwich out your You're going to do what? I'm going to make a sandwich out your Who you think you're talking to? Yo, you said your name was Ralph, right? Don't be calling my phone with this Hey, let me tell you something. All I'm saying to you is this right here. If I come up in there tomorrow and find out you ain't got them gloves on, you gonna mess around and get whooped. Oh, uh, you gonna whoop my? You gonna whoop six to ten? I'm gonna be up there from six to ten, and I ain't gonna call nobody. I ain't calling my brothers, my cousins, my uncles, or nothing. I'm gonna whoop your by myself. Excuse me, you gonna you 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 finna try to take on a man? I'm gonna whoop your by myself. That's what I said. You need to get your little nasty behind in the bathroom and wash your hands. Six and to keep ten. And put a 
I'll put one of them nets on your head so you don't become up there some people food like that. Bring your on up there, 6 to 10, you know where I work, 6 to 10, and I'm going to whoop your Who you think you talking to? I don't even know who the you are, but I'm going to know your tomorrow. I'm going to know you tomorrow. Bring your on up there, 6 to 10, and I'm going to whoop your I'm coming up there tomorrow. Come on. Come I'm on. coming up there tomorrow. Matter of fact, I'm going to show you how to be sanitized. I'm going to be with some gloves on. Do you hear me? you going to be my... And you steady talking about whooping my That's cool. Bring your up there. And we're going to see who's going to get that whooped. What kind of man is you anyways to be talking about fighting a woman? You a and You a What? What you call me? A B-T-H-B-T-H. I'm coming up there to see you tomorrow. Is you go, is you gonna be ready when I get up there? What kind of you anyway? Gonna call up here talking about you gonna fight female over some hand wash? Bring your and I'm gonna show you what it is. Six to ten, I'm gonna be here. At six. Matter of fact, I'm gonna be here at five forty-five. Bring your up here before I clock in, and I'm gonna whoop your. Who you think you talking to? I don't give a who I'm talking to. Bring up here tomorrow, six to ten. You gonna see? You gonna see what's up? I got one more thing to say to you before I come up there tomorrow. I don't give a f you got to say. I don't care. I'm gonna whoop your. F say that. I got. I got one more thing I need what? to say. What Listen to me. To say? What? Are you listening? What? What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Who you? You say who? <laughs> this is who? <laughs> Hey, this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man. You just got pranked by your coworker. Man, you man. See, man, y'all got me, man. That's <laughs> all right. Six to ten tomorrow. I got something for her. She gonna have to watch her back every hour, every hour on the hour. I got something for her. I ain't gonna hurt her, but I'm definitely gonna do it in tomorrow. Believe that. Was you ready though? I was. Hell yeah. I was gonna whoop. Go, man. <laughs> You don't even know what you had in store for you. You was going to have your uncle's going to pull me off and that probably wouldn't have been enough either. <laughs> hey, I got one more thing to ask you, baby girl. What What's is what is the baddest radio station in the land? You already know, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> she had yeah, no yes. bag down in her. No, and her voice at all. But see, here what Tommy didn't know. What? She said, I ain't going to tell my brothers, my cousins, or my uncles. Every last one of them was going to be up there. <laughs> oh, Every yeah, last yeah, one yeah. of them was going to be up there. Uh-huh. I can tell you that right now. She said, I ain't going to tell my brothers, my cousins, or my uncles. As soon as he hung up the phone, this man come calling me, talking about he. And boy, if she like that, them dudes, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. But the way she sound, by the time them dudes get up there, that ass whooping would be over because she didn't sound like she was playing with Tommy. Yeah, it wouldn't be nothing for them to do but look at Tommy on the ground because she was prepared to whoop his ass on her own. She was like, I got she this. She was serious, though. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Serious. I, it's a shame, it's a shame Tommy isn't here today because it is National Multiple Personality Day. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that they had not, their special what? day? Not funny. You know, t- surely that's not surely. funny. That's not he don't funny. have surely multiple personalities. He just stupid. <laughs> he just come across a lot of ways. Look, I've known this for years. No, 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 no. It's just one person. He's stupid. 
what makes him multiple personality is he don't uh-huh. think he is. <laughs> Monday. Well, Monday. Y'all have seen Monday. it happen a hundred times. I always thought it was multiple personalities. It got a lot of personalities going on in mm-hmm. his head. A lot of voices. Yeah. 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 The all control by his stupid ass, though. <laughs> <laughs> when did Team you Tommy first Jay, you laughing too hard. At, at birth. <laughs> I knew something was wrong with him. I knew something was wrong with him when he wasn't growing right. No, then he just stopped. Like, Tommy's saying hype he was when he was 13. So he just stopped right at 13? Nothing? Breaks. (laughs) Ha! But even he ran track and and played sports and stuff, right? Didn't he run track? He ran track where? Shirley, don't, don't, don't bring up speed now. Not talk about <laughs> no, I'm just saying, but he run, and it's he not, still runs to this day. Don't bring up Shaq. Tommy ran track at the white school. <laughs> and so what? See, I, Tommy went to white school and was on the track team. Tommy had okay. went to the same school I went to, Glenville and Cleveland. Tommy wouldn't uh-huh. even made mm-hmm. no team. Tommy, was on, <laughs> Tommy went to white school. Then as soon as he raised Black Ass Junior, what happened to him? <laughs> Smoke. All, right, uh, <laughs> all right, look, coming up next. I'm MF and tired as a subject. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for the strawberry letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. Yeah, right here, right now. That's for you, Jay, always. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the strawberry letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you, Junior. Subject, <laughs> this subject right here. I'm MF and tired, okay? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Steve loves it too, you know that. Yes. All right, <laughs> dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 32 year old single mother with one child, and I'm pregnant with my second child. I'm pregnant by my best friend who happens to be married. We've been friends with benefits for almost 10 years and his wife thinks we're just best friends, so she's accepted me as part of the family. She's aware that I'm pregnant but thinks it's my ex-boyfriend's baby. I've told her husband that it's time for us to stop messing around and be serious now because we have a baby on the way. I told him that he needs to tell his wife before the baby is born. I want my child to know his father and have a relationship with his father's two kids. When we found out I was pregnant, he panicked and asked me to terminate the pregnancy. I refused to do that, and when we found out it's a boy, he was overjoyed. The problem is, every time he's about to tell his wife, some life-changing event happens with her. The first time he tried to tell her, she had a minor car wreck and had to wear a neck brace for a month. He said that he didn't want to tell her while she was in pain. Three weeks after that, she got COVID-19 and spent a couple couple of days in the hospital so he didn't tell her then fast forward to last week he was supposed to tell her and he said she passed out at work and the doctor said she may have had a mild stroke listen 
I don't want to kill the woman by telling her about our baby on the way, but I'm MFing tired of all her problems. He could be lying to stall me out, so I'm tempted to call her myself. Stephen Shirley, is he full of BS or what? Uh-uh. What you're not going to do is put our name in your mess. Is he full of BS? You're the one that's full of BS. This is craziness right here. This is a mess, mess on top of a mess. You've gotten yourself into a young lady, 32-year-old single mother with one child and pregnant with another. Um, You know, what, what do you think, Stephen, I can do for you? Uh, I can tell you right now, we can't do anything for you because the damage is already done. You are determined to tell this wife no matter what, knowing and and even not caring that this is going to hurt her and, of course, break up his family. You're wrong. You are wrong. You've been the side chick slash best friend for 10 years now, and you think you're owed something because of that, because now all of a sudden you're pregnant. You're, You're not owed anything, but I tell you who is owed something. The baby is owed something, Uh, not you. You knew what you were getting into when you got into this 10 years ago. He is married, okay, with a whole wife. He hasn't left her in all these 10 years that you guys have been together. Have you ever asked yourself why? Uh, I'll tell you, because he didn't want to. He didn't want to leave. He didn't want to be with you, okay? He liked the arrangement just like it was. He had his cake, and he ate it too, okay? Now here's a baby, you know, that's gotta, he's got to do right by. So his wife is going to find out anyway. She's going to find out whether he was lying about all the stuff that happened to her. He, his wife is going to find out. Uh, get your child support and please leave this family alone. You are owed nothing. You're you're messing up right here. Is, is he full of BS or not? You're MF and tired. Come on, really, Steve? Mm. Wow. <clears throat> so much to unpack in this letter. <laughs> First of all, I want to thank you for the title. It means a great deal to me. <laughs> I love it. I, I appreciate you. It, I, I, it just warms my heart <laughs> to have somebody say that. I, it ain't a month for my life go by. I don't say it. At least once a month. You say this? It, yeah, this is my favorite phrase at least 12 times a year. <laughs> I know what the hell well. I said, boy, whew, I know I said at least 12 times a year. Probably more. This 32-year-old single woman got one child and is pregnant with her second child, but she's pregnant by her best friend who happens to be married. We've been friends with benefits for almost 10 years. His wife thinks that we're just best friends, so she's accepted me as part of the family. Well, ain't this wonderful? Guess what, y'all? The family finna have a baby. Oh... She's accepted you as family, which means for 10 years, you've been up in this woman's face, front, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like y'all mm-hmm. friends. Right. Like right. y'all all right. Yeah. Mm. I'm surprised <laughs> she ain't detected this. Most women can detect this. You know it. I can promise you it has crossed her mind. She done seen something. Because when the news come out, I promise you the first thing she said, I knew something was going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I promise you she going to say that. Because there's no way you can be up around a man this much as you claim y'all up there and she didn't accept you as family and she ain't thought y'all was messing around. Right. 
it, this is dangerous territory you in, young lady. Yes. And you done got yourself in a mess. But you mad at everybody in the letter but your, about, except yourself. And we come back, I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to show you what's wrong with you now. Because you can't do this right here. You said, I'm pregnant, but I think it's my ex-boy. She thinks I'm pregnant, but she thinks it's my ex-boyfriend, baby. Hear the line. I've told her husband, it's time for us to stop messing around and be serious now. Because we got a baby on the way. What the hell did that mean? <laughs> yeah, it's time for y'all to be serious now. Stop messing. What? All right. Hold on, Steve. Okay. Hold on. Ain't we'll no have problem. part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Steve's favorite subject. He says it a lot. You heard it. I'm MF and tired. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. I'm MF and tired. I bet you is. 32-year-old woman. Got one child. She's pregnant with a second by her best friend who happens to be a married man. They've been friends with benefits for 10 years now, and the man's wife thinks that they just best friends, so she's accepting me as part of the family. This is cute, because what that means, now the family finna have a baby. But the wife uh, thinks that it's her ex-boyfriend's baby. Here's the line. I've told her husband it's time for us to stop messing around and be serious now because we have a baby on the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so you think, you think now, since you pregnant, now I'll, you'll find out later on he already got two kids with this woman. You think because now when you pregnant, you think now you got dibs. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now it's sure. time for us to stop messing around and get serious now because we have a baby on the way. Mm-hmm. So now you think now you got some dibs. So now you told him that he needs to tell his wife for the baby born. And I know you want the wife to know that you're pregnant by him because you think he going to leave her for you. Yes. Biggest mistake you can make. I told you men don't do promotions. There is no man who had a number two that caused him to lose his number one and then he made the number two number one. Ain't nobody fitting to do that. Brad I don't know no it. man Brad who has it. ever had a number two that caused him to lose his number one and then made the number two the new number one. I ain't never seen him. Brad I could be Pitt, wrong, Steve. but I ain't never Brad. seen it. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Now, whoever wrote this letter ain't white or rich. Okay? <laughs> so let's, you know, y'all quit. Had 10 years. Anyway, tell his wife before the baby. I want my child to know his father and have a relationship with his father's two kids. Oh, so you really think y'all just a little family here? You think y'all just finna be just all okay? He already got two kids. I want my kids to know. You, you, you delusional. When we found out I was pregnant, he panicked and asked me to terminate the pregnancy. I refused to do so. When we found out it was a boy, he was overjoyed. Problem is, every time he's about to tell his wife, some life-changing event happens with her. Okay, so let's go over this. First time he tried to tell her, she had a minor car wreck. Had to wear a neck brace for a month. He said he didn't want to tell her why she was in pain. Three weeks later, she got COVID-19, spent a couple days in the hospital, so he didn't want to tell it in. Fast forward last week, he's supposed to tell in. He says she passed out at work, and the doctor says she may have had a mild stroke. Ain't no might have had no damn mild stroke. <laughs> Listen to me. All of this 
happened just cause he got ready to tell her? What do you think going to happen when he do tell her? Damn the car wreck. Damn the trip to the hospital with COVID. And the hell away with this stroke. If that's what happened when he fitting to tell her, what you think going to happen when he tell this crazy-ass woman that you been in her face for 10 years over at their house to playing with the kids and laughing and talking, and you been screwing her husband? What do you think is going to happen when this woman replay all the moments in her mind about how she kind of thought this, but you tricked and deceived her and how fool she been made out of. And now you pregnant with his baby. Girl, 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 your ass is in a world of trouble. So I guess you is m***ing tired. Oh, you I said bet it, you huh? is. But Steve. you ain't near as m***ing tired as this wife in the beef or your ass. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, and this poor little baby there. Now bringing. get these bleeps right. <laughs> uh, I know we got that eight second delay on this show, so there's plenty of time to bleep them. Cause uh, defined for what I just said. Oh man, that's that'll make me <laughs> tired. <laughs> Don't say it no more. That's it. That is your list. But it's the letter, Carla, and this is I've been waiting on this type of letter for 20 years. You We've been doing this, this show since 2005. It's 16 years of Steve Harvey Morning Show. And we just not getting it. Man, thank you. <laughs> Man. I don't want to kill the woman by telling her about our baby on the way. But I'm tired of all her problems. He could be lying to stall me out, so I'm tempted to call her myself. Is he full of BS or what? Shirley said it best. The person that's full of BS in this letter is you. You. Mm-hmm. You tricking with this married man in front of this woman for For 10 years? years. Now, you think he BSing you when you've been BSing everybody? Right. Girl, you about to get what you deserve because I got news for you. When you tell this sister what you've been doing with her man for 10 years, both y'all in the world of trouble. Oh, yeah. sir. All right, Steve, thank you. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after, Junior has a new poem. Yeah. Right after this. Oh, my. (laughs) Hey, now who (laughs) time? Say it no more. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Our resident poet, Junior, is here. With guess what? A brand new poem, baby. Yeah. Let's go, yeah, Junior. Right. What Don't you got? Don't let him stop you, Junior. You know Don't what, let Jay? him stop you, know you man. Uh, you know, I wrote another poem. Uh, you know, I know you guys didn't like my last poem. You know, criticized right. me and everything at the end. Oh, it wasn't just the last one. Great. Yeah, it was yeah. unanimous, Junior. But uh, you know. this poem is, is a great one, though. Uh, the title of this poem right. is called, mm-hmm. I Wrote Another Poem. That's the name of it I wrote another poem Here it is I wrote another poem Yeah, I'm gonna try again Now hold on before you judge me Could you please just wait to the end Now I know my delivery was kinda slow And a lot of words don't rhyme But you just can't throw a poetry together Damn it, it takes time 
I'll never stop writing poetry. It's one of my greatest passions. Even at the end of all my poems, y'all always give me a thrashing. So go ahead and hate me. I will not be deterred. Because I'm writing poems forever. The end. Word. <laughs> Come on, Steve. What you gave me, man? He's back. Junior's back. I Steve. thought that was great. I gave you, I gave you, I gave you a nine, Junior. Let me tell you, Jay. The line in that you cannot, you just can't throw poetry together. Damn it, it takes time. That's right. No, nah, what was the other turd. one you said about being a turd? What was that line? <laughs> I said, I said, I said go ahead and hate me. I will not be deterred. Oh no, no, no. That's what that's my favorite line. Go ahead and hate me. I will not be deterred. Why you gotta sound like Junior? Well, you are deterred. <laughs> and it wasn't even I'm a point. It, it was a point. You, you got it's, what, is, what is this on this paper? Uh, you see this whole paper? Oh, here and show it. That oh, is a that is a, it that's everything. Poem. Junior, you need to post that. You need to post. I'm, I'm gonna post it. I'll be uh-huh. writing these poems, and so y'all can see this, you and you can understand. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jay. You know, right. I'm just telling you. I right. want to thank God but for the talent. on the many talent. Yeah, I just want to thank the Lord for the many talents He had given me. I didn't even know this. You got a few things you can thank Him for. That that Lord ain't had nothing to do with that. Don't blame that on the Lord. Don't don't downplay God's ability. Wait a what? He didn't give you a talent. You claimed a talent. No, 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 no. Play God ability. No, no, don't do that to the Lord. <laughs> All right, uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, comedy roulette. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for comedy roulette and uh, today's categories. Let's just get right to it, Jay. Uh, ways uh, that you start gossip. Right, okay. I like that. Sing a song that you always sing wrong. Okay. <laughs> and in honor of the All-Star Weekend uh, game this weekend, fantastic lies from the NBA All-Star Weekend. Okay? All right. <laughs> you just have to applaud them. Put them up and spun it. <laughs> All right, let's spin it. Yeah. I want the all-star. I want to hear these lies. I want to. Uh, I want how you start gossip. Oh. That's what I want. Well, <laughs> oh, it, it stopped on sing a song that you oh. always sing wrong. <laughs> Let's oh. go, Jay. Okay. <laughs> this is, uh, we're doing comedy roulette. The subject is sing a song that we always sing wrong. It's not a song, but it's the Pledge of Allegiance. And to the Republic of Richard Stans, I always thought they were saying Richard Stans. And who the hell is Richard Stans? Or Richard Stans. Go ahead, Junior, what you got, man? I'm going to tell you my problem about songs I sing wrong. Uh Any rapper that's rapping today. I can't uh, rap uh, none uh, of these songs. Every time I tell the lyrics, I can't do all the ad libs, nothing. Dude, got it. Ah, so, <laughs> sing a song that you always sing wrong. My Steve. late brother, Heavy, mm-hmm. uh-huh. who mm-hmm. I love dearly, he drank a lot. Mm-hmm. And Heavy used to get so many songs wrong, and he always related them somehow back to drinking. Oh, yeah. that's creative. I really miss my brandy. <laughs> I said, hey, heavy. 
Hey, that ain't the damn song. <laughs> Dog. Stand it up. Singing uh, from the gun. Uh, oh, man. All right. Comedy roulette. These are songs that we always sing wrong. Uh, Jeffrey Osborne had a song called Bet You Lie Awake Night. Have a Mr. Pib. I thought he was saying, and have a. And have a. Bet you lie awake now. Have a Mr. Pib. Have oh a Mr. Pib. <laughs> Bet you lie awake now. Devil rest, bitch. Yeah, I thought you said Wishing I would Mr. disappear. Oh. <laughs> Boy, that was a jam. All right, come to that song yeah. sing wrong. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, this is one of the things I be singing wrong. I don't know, but, you know, you know, I'm going to church with my grandmother. I don't know if you need to put this in the hymn. No, I don't know the song, but uh-huh. they started devotional. And they start to, uh-huh. I, I heal, Lord, hear her, I, ooh. I don't know what song that is. It's not in the hymnal. We don't find it. There's a lot of hollering in here is what I think it is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You need to go to church. Uh-huh. This, was, this is not a song, but this is this little girl uh-huh. was on Instagram I saw. Uh-huh. This is when you done uh-huh. really got something uh, messed up. Uh-huh. And... She said, our father, who art in heaven, how would be thy name? So she said, what is that? She said, that's God. Who is God? Howard. She said, God was Howard. Because when you say, our father, who art in heaven, how would be thy name? The little girl thought God's name was Howard. That's adorable. That's how it be thy name. Oh, my God. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. My mom had the best line for any time she was she was known for like your your brother singing a song wrong and she would always say when she said the word wrong, she would say, Well, they done changed that song. They must have come out with a new one. They must have <laughs> recorded it and changed it. Like, no mom. They ain't changed it the damn thing. You got it wrong. Thank you guys for this today's that. version of Comedy Roulette. Sitting by the dock of the uh, bay. We'll be back at 20 minutes Watching after, right after the this. Dimes Watching roll the dimes away. <laughs> the dimes. Oh, yeah. Dimes. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending Buckingham Palace news, uh, we just really want to check in with the Duke of Ottingham today uh, just to see if he's going to be watching the Oprah, Prince Harry, and Meghan Markle interview. That happens on CBS on Sunday. And it uh, sounds like he's yeah, coming in. Yeah, yeah there yeah. he is. <laughs> All of you there. <laughs> Please welcome. Thank you for having me. I am the Earl of Ottingham. Yes, you're the Duke. Hail to deliver the news from the palace. What can I do for you today? Any questions? I'm, I'm so glad you, you came by because we just wanted to make sure you were Lovely going to be having you. Very here today. <laughs> Oprah's uh, oh, interview no. with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle on Sunday on CBS. You're going to be watching yeah. the interview? Of course I am. I'll be there monitoring everything they say, making sure everything is in protocol, of course. Yes. Naturally, wow. that they don't break any rules and everything, you know. No, they, I don't want to have to get sent for him, you know. Oh, and when is you take them with the you queen, don't want, yeah, is there anything you don't want them to talk about? Of course, you know, I'm the protector of the balance, you know, being the only uh-huh. black guy. They send me out to, you know, 
whoop ass or anything that needs to be taken care of on behalf of the queen. Oh, the queen is an ass whooper. <laughs> All she does is say, Al, Al, go and take care of it. I know right away what that means. And I walk out and I take care of business. No prints or anything. Nope. Well, thank you. Thank you, uh, Duke of Ottingham. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 33 take minutes after. Take one of after. those Birkin bags that have pistols in them, you know. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, everybody's talking about it, and we certainly cannot wait to see coming to America to <laughs> the number two, okay? Uh, it's going to be streaming on Amazon Prime this weekend. Coming to America stars, of course, the brilliant Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, James Earl Jones, Tracy Morgan, Leslie Jones, Wesley Snipes, Tiana Taylor, and uh, Eddie's daughter, Bella Murphy, uh, are in the sequel. It's so many people in this sequel, cool. so many stars. We can't wait to see it. It's been so long. Has it been over 30 years since the first Coming to America? But um, I, I got to ask you guys, I think, Steve, you said the other day, that Coming to America uh, was your favorite comedy movie ever. Are you giving it a standing Absolutely. ovation? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a neck in here that must die. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, You're okay. so annoying. But I mean, they? Coming to America for me was my all-time favorite comedy yeah. movie. I'm not a big fan of comedy movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm normally not a big comedy fan, but my greatest moment, uh-huh. I pulled a clip. This is my greatest moment. I believe the children are our future. Thank you. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride. Make it easier. Some of the good stuff, right? Coming up. Enjoy, young man. I decided long ago never to walk in any one shadow. If I fail, if I succeed, you can't take away my dignity. Because the greatest love of all inside of me. Chocolate. <laughs> oh my God, Damn that boy can sing. You must be crazy. He good. You must be crazy. Boy, that boy, <laughs> what? was my Thank you, man. favorite scene <laughs> oh, in that damn can movie. I? When Eddie turned around that corner, went around that drum set, uh-huh. and brushed <laughs> up against that symbol. Wow. wow. <laughs> Coming up, it is our last break of the day. It is the last break of the day. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll have some closing remarks and something to tell you about uh, what's going to be happening on Monday's show as well. All coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here it is, our last break of the day, last break of the week on this Friday. 
And uh, I just wanted to remind everyone that the women of the Steve Harvey Morning Show will be taking the mic this Monday morning for International Women's Day on the Steve Harvey yeah. Morning Show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll Open be up. Carla, Let's go, ladies. Get it, Carla Farrell, uh, Cheryl Underwood will join us. We're going to have Mississippi Monica yeah, stepping yeah. from behind wow. the mic That's to be in great. front. Behind the scenes, she'll let us know what she does and everything. And of course, I'll be here. Uh, now, let me just Women's say this. Day. Let me mm-hmm. say this about Monday. When Mississippi Monica get on the mic, uh-huh. that is not Sister Odell. You ain't even <laughs> have to go there. <laughs> I know that. That is Mississippi Monica. <laughs> this was Odell's voice as a teenager. <laughs> but that will be Mississippi Monica. Mm-hmm. I think they go. Are y'all zooming? Oh, yeah, yes. we're going to Zoom for sure. So y'all yeah. will be able to see. This, we got some attractive girls on this show. So y'all going to be pleasantly surprised. If you ever wanted to put a face with the voice, this would be your chance. And I think the lady's going to do a wonderful job. Congratulations, lady. Looking forward to a great show from y'all. Thank you, A Steve. lot of content, a lot uh, of uh, important things. Mm-hmm. They'll have some mm-hmm. fun. But it's yeah. just going to be girls talk. So. Get your wine, get your coffee with a little, you know, spike it a little bit. And uh, sit in with the lady, Cheryl Underwood, going to join them. Uh Uh, You know, uh, Monica drank Tito's in her coffee. So, (laughs) and then she'll have some Tito's in her coffee. (laughs) Shirley don't drink at all. And Shirley drank her speech slurs immediately. After one sip. Yeah, one sip. Because alcohol swells her tongue. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say, drop that. We're celebrating women on International Women's Day on Monday. So please join us. Please. We will be right here. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, very much. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. You can take it away. Junior J. Hey, you know, my closing remarks today, I want to do something inspirational for everybody. I want to remind you all that you have an opportunity in front of you every day that you wake up to pursue a vision or dream. I want you to start thinking about every day as a precious gift because so many times people put off what they could do today, they put it off for tomorrow. You know, people call it procrastination, but what it is, it's just a simple act of you actually think that it's okay to just let another day go by, and it's not. You've got to really show an appreciation for these blessings that you have of waking up every day. Every day you wake up, you should spend every day marching, walking, crawling, stepping, pulling yourself along, or inching your way to one of your goals, one of your visions, one of your aspirations. Every day. And look, success don't always come in giant leaps and bounds. Sometimes it's just increments. Sometimes success is just I made it through today. Sometimes you don't always see forward progress, but because you don't see forward progress in pursuit of your dreams, aspirations, or goals, it don't mean you're not nearing them. Sometimes you have things that you have to deal with, you have to grapple with, you have to cope with. Sometimes you have obstacles that's just in the way that cause you to have to take a detour or pull over into the rest area. But the objective for you is as soon as you get your rest, as soon as you overcome the detour, as soon as you get back up when you get knocked down, immediately start back on the road. 
Because that's what it is to be successful. Success is for the people and given to the people who never give up. <laughs> Look, success is hard. I'm going to just be real with you. It is extremely difficult. But it is the pursuit that gets you to be successful, not the perfection. Your life ain't judged on your perfection because if it was judged on your perfection, none of us would get anywhere. Our life is judged on our persistence. It is your willingness to keep getting up, your willingness to keep believing, your willingness to keep praying, keep pushing. And I say push because push to me is an acronym. And a guy taught this to me some time ago and I always look, look at it. I always say to myself, push Steve Harvey, just push. But when I say I'm pushing, push is an acronym. Push stands for pray until something happens. And a lot of times I push when I have no idea when nothing is going to happen. Or I don't have any idea what's going to happen. But if I know if I push, if I pray until something happens, something good always happens. Now, it may not happen in the day or time frame that I set aside, but something always happens. I always know, and I've said this several times on this show, that no matter what happens to me, I'm going to come out on the other side, as have you. You cannot think of one single thing that you've gone through that you haven't managed to get on the other side. Every bad day you felt you wasn't going to make it through. Every time you didn't have an answer. Every time you didn't know what to do. Every time you thought you just didn't see no way out. Do you know that you've overcome all of those? So the fact of the matter is, like I always say, your track record for surviving bad days and insurmountable odds is 100%. That God you serve 100% delivers you every single time because you're still here. Keep pushing, everybody. Pray until something happens. Push. Don't ever give up. The race isn't given to the swift, but to him that endureth to the end. Just keep pushing. Y'all have a great weekend. Uh, Monday is Ladies' Day on the radio. Don't miss Carla, Shirley, Mississippi, Monica, and special guest Cheryl Underwood. We have a host of surprises for you. It's going to be a good show. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 